got some good news for you. Hey, everybody, gather near the doctors in the house. So lend them your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. It might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. Doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. The doctor is in the house. If you have a pain, call it doctor. If you have a sprain, call it doctor. Let the doctor know what you're going through. Let him tell you what's good for you. Because the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Call it doctor. Call it doctor. Call it doctor. Call it doctor. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in the house. This is Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored, bringing you a little something different today. We have an internationally acclaimed author, which we'll get into. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is going to be an interesting day today. And uh, it started out uh, a little bit different. And I hear a radio from someone's phone, but uh, okay. So uh, today is uh, my dad's birthday. He would have been uh, 103. Passed away last year. And uh, this show is is going to be dedicated to him. Okay. And uh, I want to thank everyone that listened and has uh, been listening to our program. The, the melatonin program was a great success. So thank you for that. Our Saturdays are uh, just, just turning out to be really fine. And there is uh, one listener that tried to call in, but there was some background noise. So if, if uh, that listener wants to try again, let's, we will definitely connect you to the program. And uh, so where are we going today? So today, you know, any, any of you that have known my father, a very positive man, I think that's how he got to be 102. And, um, you know, today, what are we? We're all stressed out. We got the, the looming election. We are all anxious and, and we have fear about this pandemic. And, you know, we talk about that every Saturday. And now we're attacking each other over face masks. You add in the social media that's pulling on our emotions and our attentions. And so we are facing a storm of negativity that can damage our health and well-being. And that's why I open every show with an attitude of gratitude, because gratitude improves our quality of life, and it is, and it is an antidote for negative emotions. Because grateful people are happier, they're less depressed, they're less stressed, they're more satisfied with their lives and social relationships. And as we talked about, we all crave to be appreciated. Mother Teresa said there is more hunger for love and appreciation in this world than for bread. And I think... Our guest, if uh, when we get a hold, when when she calls in, will will give us some uh, tips on how to be positive in our relationships. She's written books. She's an author, 
She's a songwriter. She's a coach. She's a speaker. And she sings. And she has some beautiful music that I was turned on to today. And her name is Carrie Rowan. And I have a biography, a bio of her, but I think she's more than this bio from what I'm seeing. She looks like a very happy person that worked hard to get where she is. She is an international best-selling author on Amazon and an award-winning singer and songwriter. She is a certified coach and founder of The Story, S-T-O-R-Y Method, that helps people write a new and empowering story. Carrie Rowan is a teacher and a speaker, uniquely combining the power of provocative storytelling with live music. Rowan spent a decade, 10 years, working for Fortune 500 companies before jumping off the corporate ladder to pursue her creative endeavors and inspire others to follow their passions. She is a published writer in Spirit of Change magazine and has been featured as an artist for Bay State Parent Magazine, New England Cable News, Coffee House Series, and the Natural Living Expo. And with all that, she is a mom of two amazing teenagers. They live in Massachusetts, with, and she lives with her husband, of course, her two children, and her dog. So, um, you know, she's an international best-selling author on Amazon, new releases. So we're just waiting for her to call in and we'll get on with that. In the meantime, uh, you might want to take a look at her website, CarrieRowan.com. And she has uh, information about her books and her music and how to contact her. And she'll give you a free gift if you sign up with her. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, uh, while we're waiting for Carrie, uh, let's see, where, where do we leave off? Well, I have to back up a little bit. I was going to say, and I was going to save this for Saturday, but I'm going to tell you today. You know, if your doctor gives you a drug, and then if that drug has 30 two pages of side effects. You're going to have to ask him, is this the drug? Is this drug right for me? You know, I mean, the, the, these package inserts, when you lay them out, have tons of, of side effects. And remember, we talked a lot about COVID these past four or five months, but COVID-19 is not killing people with weak immune systems, but some bad doctors are. And we're going to be talking about that on Saturday again, because doctors killed. They're the fourth leading cause of death. I hope you're all eating good, decreasing your sugar intake so that you can optimize your chances of surviving this virus from China. You're eating fruit, you know, and, and people don't think of fruit uh, uh, as guava, but guava is really good. Apples, bananas, strawberries, cantaloupe, melons, grapefruits, Pineapple, papaya, oranges, great fruits. And remember, as we talked about melatonin, cherry tart. Cherry tart juice is really good. So eat five servings of fresh vegetables daily and avoid overcooking them to prevent loss of nutrients. Include nuts and coconut in your diet. You know, coconut and coconut oil. Coconut oil is antiviral and antibacterial. It's also good for your brain. It's a medium-chain triglyceride oil. So you want to have some nuts in there. And I'm not talking about the human nuts. I'm talking about the kind you crack. So, Carrie, if you could just try and uh, click in uh, with that link that I sent Kelly. And I see it, you're doing that now. So thank you so much. And we will connect you. Hey, Carrie. Are you there? Can you hear me? I hear you fine. Hello, how are you, Dr. Ron? I am just fine. And I, I have told my listeners all about you. And, you know, I just, I was looking at your website today and you look like a happy person. 
<laughs> and you know, you don't get that way overnight. You know, I'm 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 eighty some years old, and uh, you know, my dad died last year at one hundred and two. I heard uh, that. He is, you know, and he didn't have a negative bone in his body right to the end. You know, he said, "I'm going to get out of here. I'm leaving." So. Uh, <laughs> I thought, what, what, a, what a tribute to him to have you on the show today, because from what everything I read about you, everything is positive. Oh, well, I am so honored, and I'm so sorry to hear about the passing of your dad, and this is a, I'm so honored that you would call me in on, on this day, this very special day, oh. and um, that is probably why he lived so long, right? Oh, absolutely. And I was talking, he has a, my dad had, it was 102, his younger brother was 69, and uh, I was talking to him today, and he said, "I really miss not miss talking to your to your pop because he, I always felt better after I hung up." Mm. That, yeah, that was the kind of guy he was. I love it. You know, I, I just want to share real quick that Ed um, passed away way too young. He was only sixty-two, and we, it was his his birthday in September, and so he's been on my mind a lot. And he's a big reason I wrote the book to start with. So I just think we have this great thing oh. in common here about the love of our dads. Isn't that great? <laughs> well, Carrie, you know I've only interviewed. You know, I I'm, I've been a medical physician for fifty six years and uh, five and a half years uh, doing podcasting, and interviewed. You know. Bennett Amalu, I mean, just all medical people, only one other author, and that was Les Cochran. He was the provost and the president of Youngstown State uh, uh, University in Ohio. Mm -hmm. And uh, when he retired, now he's on his eighth or ninth uh, novel. So I guess he didn't do too bad, but he's also a friend. So <laughs> you are the second one. But I, I am so looking forward to learning from you and and talk talk to our listeners more about what inspired you to write your book and uh, of course at the end you know there's no sense in having a good story or a good discussion unless you have a, a follow-up so hopefully at the end you'll be able to give our listeners some practical ideas on on how to carry through on on your on your uh, story yes i'd love to do that that's my specialty <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> let's start off. As, absolutely. I, I told my children and I tell the, my listeners it takes uh, you know, 14 hours a day for thousands of hours to be successful. And mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't and it comes by hard work. You just very few people uh, get it overnight or inherit it. Most people work for it. It's true. It's absolutely true. And, you know, you were saying um, about being so positive and having that being a great attribute and helping you live a healthier life. And I'm going to agree with that. And I'm going to say, you know, it's so easy to be negative, you know, especially nowadays where there's so much being thrown at us. Um, but there are ways that you can, you know, you mentioned gratitude. And that's one of the things I really love as a way to really restructure your brain and rewire your brain to get in the habit of looking for what's good. Because we're so, you know, the brain is so beautifully predispositioned to look for what's wrong. So in this day and age, we need even more of that, right? Absolutely. I've been saying an attitude of gratitude and, and reading uh, all I can about gratitude. And I haven't read anything negative about being grateful. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so. I try to teach that to my kids as well. We have, we have a big sign up in our kitchen and it says, um, gratitude is knowing that what you have is enough. And it just feels really good to live um, from that mindset. Exactly. So, Carrie, tell 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 our listeners a little bit about where you're coming from from with your book, what inspired you to write your book, and and how or why our our listeners should buy it and what they can learn from it. Absolutely. Well, I mean, uh, my huge inspiration, is, as we were talking about earlier, was really my dad. And I had a lot of things that happened in my life that I really wish didn't happen in my life, as I think we all do. Um, and I had, you know, I tragically lost my dad when he was only 62. And I'd lost my, my older sister just 18 months before that. So there was a lot of tragedy all at once. And there was just a, a whole lot of chaos. And I had to figure out how to live my life without these, you know, two people that were so important, integral part of my family. And, you know, I, just, I started to notice really my own stories. You know, I started to kind of dig in as to what these stories were that I was telling, that I was telling not only myself, but that I was telling other people that really didn't serve me, that didn't make me feel good. They made me feel worse about the situation, if that was even possible. 
So, you know, I started to become aware of that and I really started to dig in. Now, I've always studied self-help my whole life since I was really a young kid for some reason. Um, I just was really attracted to that type of work. And so I was always listening to stealing my dad's tapes. I'm, I'm totally dating myself here saying tapes. <laughs> <laughs> Remember little cassette tapes? <laughs> uh, well, we, we, can, we can edit some of this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so... Uh, so yeah, so I'd steal his tapes and I would just really, I, I was so into that mindset. It just really resonated to me as true. Like that's who we really are inside. Um, so all of this kind of came together in me trying to deal with my own stories and my own tragedies in my life. And as I had mentioned, things that happened that I wish didn't happen. And so all of this sort of came together in a perfect storm, you know, and I started really looking at the things that had happened and trying to find a way to turn them into something positive. And I talk about that in the book you know, as polishing your pearls, life gives us these things and these troubles and our problems, but really sometimes they can be our greatest gifts, right? So out of all this tragedy, a lot of my music was born um, and my dad was probably my biggest fan. And so it really inspired me to go and pick up the guitar after he died and, and learn a new instrument and start writing and really just pouring out into journals all my feelings, which turned into my songs, which turned into an album, which turned into four albums. And so that was really cathartic for me. So I think finding a way to give your pain in your life a greater meaning um, is truly a way to turn it around for yourself. Okay, so I need to take one second and tell Kelly that you are in the show because she's worried about you. All right. Um, okay. So, uh, that, that's, you know, I guess, I guess most books start with uh, some kind of a story, you know, and, and a reason to write it. Yes. And, and so tell us about you, why stories are so powerful though. Well, that's a great question. Um, it's interesting, right? We all tell stories. I, it's part of our culture. We tell stories. And I think some of the times we don't even realize that we're trying to share, you know, by telling our stories, we're trying to connect with people, but a lot of times we're trying to connect through our trauma, right? We're trying to connect through our pain. You know, when somebody says, what's your story, people have a knee jerk reaction to go into what's their pain or what happened to them in life that it, they're struggling with. So I think learning to tell a new story and why our stories are so powerful is because they're like a big magnet, right? What you put out into the world is more of what you get back. So we, we unknowingly and unwittingly keep telling the same stories over and over. And what are we putting out to the world if it's not a positive story? We're putting more negativity about what's not working in our lives, what we're upset about. And these are the things we tend to go to as humans, um, and we all do it. And so, you know, that's the power of our stories is they're like a big magnet. You're pulling more of what you either want or don't want. And sometimes we don't even realize that that's what we're doing by telling the stories that we do tell. So that's why I think they're powerful. Well, that that is powerful, and 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 do you do you feel that um, the world gives you what you need, or the the cosmos gives you what you need uh, in in that ethereal sense? I mean, I think what, I think a lot of you know a lot of the world really is what we put out into it, right? You know, but I think sometimes we don't realize it's very counterintuitive. I feel like the way the universe works, and I don't know if you want to get into any of the talk about law of attraction, but really, like we said, what we're putting out is, is what we get back. But we're not realizing sometimes that we might be, you know, shouting about something that's not working right and actually, you know, attracting more of that. We don't, we don't realize that continuing to talk about what it is we don't want can bring more of that to our lives. Um, and so I think it's really getting clear. It's really getting um, concrete about the stories that you do tell and mm -hmm. the story that you would rather be living. You know, wouldn't, wouldn't it feel better to talk about what we want to live in our life versus what we don't want to live or the troubles that we're having? And, and I so agree, though. And I'm, I'm interested, and I do something called radionics, where there's a lot of manifestations. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, and it, it does come back to you if you manifest in a positive way. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I, I agree with that premise. Uh, it, it's very, very powerful. So... Do you have any steps? I noticed that you have meditations in your book. Uh, I do. Tell me about that, please. Sure. I love meditation. And I think one of the things that makes my book really unique is that 
inside, it's an interactive book. And you're like, oh, how's a book interactive? Um, and if you look inside my book, you'll see that there are these QR codes. So for every step, so the book is tell a new story, five simple steps to release your negative stories and bring joy to your life. So with each step that I take you through, I have a customized meditation in the book. And so as you're reading along and you get to that section where you're going to do the meditation, there's this special QR code. And all you do is take your electronic device and put it on camera, swipe it over the code, and the meditation comes up automatically in place for you on your phone. How cool is Gosh, that? Ah, that is really cool. I like that. So <laughs> I, in between all of those sentences, you said something about a book. What's the name of your book? <laughs> 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 tell a new story right so so yeah. that and that's the neat thing about it is like it's all interactive so you can play my meditation and then another page I might tell you a story because I tell I share a lot of my really deep personal stories in this book and I might get to a point where I'm telling you a story and I really want to kind of hide the emotional level um, of the story to the reader and so I'll put in one of my songs so you'll find a QR code with one of my songs that you can scan because songs are stories too, right? Songs are three-minute stories. And that's Definitely. how I really started with all of my storytelling is through my songs. And are your songs, yours, are they yours, the songs on, that you talk about, are they, are they songs that you have written? Oh, yes. They're all original material. Wow. And, yeah. All songs that I've written throughout the years. So when I tell a story about my dad, let's say, for example, and I explain a little bit more about what happened to him, there's a song at the very, very end of the book called Your Hands, and it talks about you know, of all the things I miss most about my dad, his hands used to stick out in my mind because they were so strong and they really represented the man that he was. He'd lift you up and hold you up mm. and support everybody. Um, it's just the kind of guy sounds very similar to your dad in a very positive fashion. And he was an inspiration for all who knew him. So, you know, that's the kind of thing throughout the book. It really ties you to my story and it gets the reader involved in my story so that they can see their own story, right? When I tell a story, it's a reflection of everybody's story altogether, and we can recognize ourselves in there. And that, that, I was going to ask you that. How do you t teach or instruct people to tell their story? I mean, how do they – because I don't, I don't think – of course, I, I live in a little different world, but people don't think in that, in that aspect of, uh, of putting uh, something into a story or thinking of their life in a story. Is there a technique for that or what do you advise? Well, I think the five steps that I take you through in the book really define what I mean by telling your story, right? And sometimes okay. a story can be as little as a, this negative little mantra that you don't even realize you have that you repeat to yourself during the day. And as I take you through the book, one of the most powerful things is at the end of a chapter, I have a lot of exercises. So it's very much a work in progress, right? I ask you to get a journal and write about your stories and you start catching yourself in your stories that you didn't even realize you had. It could be that little mini mantra story. Um, oh, why do you always do that? Or, oh, you're so <laughs> stupid, right? Or whatever the thing is. <laughs> we don't even realize we say until we're in the moment of the stress, right? And I go, ooh, that was kind of mean that I just said that to myself. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Yeah, I, I, how many people do you hear? Oh, gosh, what a stupid thing that was. <laughs> Guilty right? as charged. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And so I, you know, I found myself teaching this to my kids all these years, you know, as they grew up and trying to understand, you know, what are you saying to yourself when you get really anxious about that? You know, and teaching them to talk to themselves like they would talk to their best friend. You know, if, if your best friend came over and tripped over the ottoman, you'd probably start <laughs> laughing together, right? You wouldn't say, oh, you idiot. Why'd you do that, right? So start talking to yourself like your best friend, and that's all that we're going to talk about. Yeah, you get you just you just revived a great memory. My mom passed two years ago. She was a hundred, oh, and wow. and she used for some reason she used to say, "I hope I'm, I hope I, God doesn't punish me." She would always laugh when somebody fell down or tripped on a step. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. I love yeah. it. But see, she had a great sense of humor, and I think a great sense of humor is also something that can carry you. I mean, both your parents. Well, you have good genes, Doctor Ron. Oh, I do. I'm, I'm, I'm a blessed. I am blessed. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> that, that's why I'm doing this. And in some reason, in, in my little payback, trying to get information out that no one's talking about. I love it. I love it. I think it's wonderful. So, Carrie, I, you know, I had to go in, and part of my 
journey was uh, was uh, macrobiotics and Crapalo up in mm. uh, you know, Love and it. that was part That's of the violent. journey. Is it? Yeah, gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would sneak out at night and get ice cream. That wasn't too good. But <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> it probably made a smile. <laughs> but that was part of the journey, and uh, you know, we I, that was my first introduction to meditations and so mm. forth. So, you know, people talk about it, but why do you why do you love it so much? And how can people it. get started? Yeah, that's a great question. I love it because of the way it makes me feel, right? I mean, I don't go in with any intention that I'm trying to get anything out of it, but to really just feel a little bit better. So for me, you know, it's something that you do for your mind. I mean, I think the greatest thing that it brings with you is that sense of calm, right? So you're going in to just try and quiet your mind and give you a little bit of space. And when I say space, I mean space between your thoughts, space of clarity, that quiet for even if it's just a couple minutes, even if you only have five minutes to sit down, 10, 15, that's all you really need. And when you create that space in your mind, as you know, something very magical happens. It stays with you as we talk about in yoga speak, off the mat, right? So when, you, when you're when you off the meditation cushion or off the yoga mat, that space carries with you for the rest of the day. And what it allows you to do is to consciously respond to things that happen in life, right? It gives you that space in that moment. Hey, this just happened. Um, This guy just cut me off on the highway. I can (laughs) respond or I can do my knee jerk reaction, which is our subconscious programming that just comes right out, right? So it gives you that space and you carry that with you throughout the day. And then the more you start meditating and accumulating that, the more calm you are, the more you have to call on when you need reserves, especially in these times, I feel like it's more important than ever. That's a great explanation. I never thought of it, but it does give you that space. Gives you that uh, deep breath that we Mm. all need to take once in a while. We do. Um, And you know, it's funny you mentioned people starting. Probably the biggest thing that people come up and say to me afterwards if I do a talk on this is they say, oh, I've I've tried to meditate. I I just can't meditate. I just can't quiet my mind. I just can't mm. do it. I'm just terrible at it. And so I think that's a very common way to feel, but you know, I always reassure people there really is no right away, right or wrong way to do it. It's all about, you know, feeling good in that moment. But then I remind them that, you know what, your body already knows how to do this, right? So every night when you lay down in your bed and you start relaxing your body, you just automatically breathe deeper. Your muscles start to relax. And when your muscles start to relax, your mind starts to relax, right? So we know how to do this. We know how to get into that, what we call the alpha state that beautiful moment between when we first lay down and before we fall asleep. And that's all you're doing really, except you're staying, your mind is staying awake and you're giving your body that deep relaxation and your mind as well. And it really starts to accumulate over time and it really changes your perspective. And do you talk about breath in your book or breathing? I do talk about breathing. I think that's super important, right? Is being connected to the breath. There's a lot of different types of meditation that you can do. And I always tell people, you have to find whatever feels right to you. You can do my meditations. I have a lot of visualization going on in some of my meditations. Um, But it's really just whatever works for you is finding that quiet, whether you're focusing on your breath, you're listening to the air conditioner in the room. It's really about focusing on something so that you're, you're giving yourself that quiet. You're giving yourself that space. Um, to not let the troubles that you're always thinking about, you know, bombard you. Right. And so I think that the breath is super important. So, so, so that's really quite practical and there's no stress on the person doing it and just, you know, just follow your body and listen to your body. Exactly. Uh, it's, exactly. it's really not that hard, is it? It's really not. And, you know, I heard an incredible explanation about it one time from one of my meditation teachers. And she used this analogy. I think we can all relate to this because it's we're, we spend so much time on our computers. So, you know, when you're on your computer and you have like, like I do right now, I've got about 12 windows open on my computer. <laughs> and I went to type an email as I was multitasking and my letters were like slow. I'm like, but why is this not, it couldn't catch up with me. I'm typing and nothing's coming out. And then I got a backspace because it's just not working out because I've overtaxed my computer, right? And the same thing happens with our bodies. Think about every time we have a stress, it's like a window being open. You know what I mean? We've got all these windows open 
And so meditation, and I talk about this in the book, is like closing the windows. It's like Xing out. You're bringing it up, you're Xing out of it. You're bringing it up, you're Xing out of it. And if you think about it like that, isn't every system in our body and, and every organ going to work better when we're Xing out of that stress through meditation? Great. Another great analogy. So, dear listeners, uh, we are speaking with Carrie Rowan, and uh, she is better than I thought because uh, this is this is fantastic for me. I'm learning as you are as we go along here. She is the author of a book, Tell a New Story, Five Simple Steps to Release Your Negative Stories and Bring Joy to Your Life. And as I said at the beginning of the show, with all the negativity, who doesn't need this, ladies and gentlemen? So, Carrie, where, how, do, how do our listeners get your book? You can find me on Amazon. You can go to my website, too, if you'd like to, at carryrowan.com, and I have a free little giveaway on there. Um, you can link to the book on there, and I'm on Amazon, of course, where everybody okay. sells books these days. So you can just type in, tell a new story, and it'll come right up. Okay, so it's C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N, Carrie Rowan. And it's a, it's a beautiful-looking website, and uh, you know, you'll you. see her. She is ACS, author, coach, and speaker, but also a <laughs> singer and songwriter because we have so many OCDs. I, I'm, I'm gonna, I just nicknamed you ACS. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to use that. Thank you. <laughs> but it looks so great. It's a great website. You look beautiful. It's, a, it's, a, it's easy to get around it. And... Uh, and your music is on Pandora because uh, I, I had, uh, as Kelly will tell you, some, mm -hmm. some, some things happened before this program today, but I did put your song on and it is this year, you're on Pandora. So this is great. Yes. Thank you so much. Yes. I'm Pandora. And again, you can, my music's going to be in the book as well. Um, wow. Yeah. So I love that idea about the barcodes. Isn't that different? And that great. is great. I, 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 I'm looking forward to, to getting the book. It, it is just great. It's a, what, a, what an idea. Well, thank you. It also starts with, it has some videos in there. So like when I'm explaining things like EFT, um, emotional freedom technique, and I'm showing people how to do tapping, or there's an introduction video, there's a video at the end. So I think it's neat that people can get to know the author. I mean, how often do you really get to have that sort of interaction? Yeah, not much. And there you go with the emotional freedom technique, which, you know, I, I knew Gary Craig. Really? <laughs> it's a crazy world, but, you know. That's and cool. I, you know, I, I, I'm not a big guy. I'm really short. and uh, But I keep up with the, with the guys on the golf course, and I tap before every round of golf. <laughs> And, yeah, they think I'm crazy. You know, it's happening here. It's happening. What are you doing? I, I have to make up some crazy story every time. I just say, you know, I have a hangover, so I got to wake myself up. <laughs> but it's, I uh, love it. I got to tell my husband, he's a big golfer, that he should be using tapping. Well, oh, you know, absolutely. Yeah, I've never thought of that before golf. Another cool thing, I don't know if you're into um, or if you know, are familiar with Donna Eden and her energy medicine routine. And, no. Um, yeah, no. she does some really cool she does some really quick little, um, and it was actually one of my tips I was going to give you, is to ways to use your body. Because I talk a lot in the book about mindset. And I also do a free Facebook Live um, class every Friday at noon on my Facebook page. And I'm just trying to help people feel a little bit better. And one of the things that I do in there is to teach them a little something they can do with their body, right? Because our body and our mind, you know, the whole interconnected, speaking in your world now, the body and the mind connection. Yep. And the mind's always telling the body what to do. So um, we can also use our body to adjust our mindset as well, which is really cool that it works both ways, right? So there's some other tapping, um, not quite EFT tapping, where you're talking your way through what's bothering you. You're literally just tapping on points like your K27, your kidney meridian, or your thymus gland, and then a spleen lymphatic. So you put those three tapping points together. And you feel fantastic before you walk out the door or you get on a, an important Zoom call with your boss or whatever <laughs> it is that you're going to do, right? So yeah. just little things that you can do, um, you know, to make yourself feel better. Oh, that is great. So you said that is one tip and you also snuck in there without telling our listeners about your Facebook page. Is it Carrie Rowan? What is your Facebook page? It is, um, what is my Facebook page? It's facebook.com slash Carrie Tunes. So C-A-R-R-I-E-T-U-N-E-S. And you can jump onto my free classes. All of the ones I've done are on my page. And I'm always just sharing a little um, nugget of wisdom from the book for the week. And there's nothing like having the author really describe it with you and talk about examples. 
then well, we start with a little meditation, of course, and then we do a little nugget of wisdom. And then I always end with an energy medicine technique that people oh, use. Wow. Well, I can really relate to you, Carrie, because I, I am also a licensed acupuncturist. And I did have a great conversation with Alexis Brink, and she mm -hmm. has the art of Jinshin. And, and it, it, you know, it, not everybody is open to all this, though. Mm -hmm. And, okay. uh, you know, you, you just have to uh, plan your time to introduce people to it. But yeah, you're, you really have a well-rounded approach. I love what you're saying. Well, thank you. Well, I worked for Spirit of Change magazine, which is a large, in New England here, it's the largest holistic magazine. But I, too, am a Reiki master. And I've always, health has always been um, a very important part of my life and something I was just really attracted wow. to studying and into. So it comes mm. into everything I do. Well, God bless you. Uh, Carrie, so to, to wrap up part of this now, the tips for feeling better every day. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, boy, I'll tell you what, our listeners could sure use that from what I get from, you know, I do a, a show on Saturday mornings about COVID and boy, it's so negative out there. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the media is so filled with negative. There's no positive stories in the media. So I think if uh, we had some easy, some not, never, nothing's really easy, easy, but have some tips for feeling better every day, that would be great. Absolutely. Um, well, I think the number one thing that I would recommend is to to really set up a non-negotiable morning routine. I love a morning routine, right? You can kind of get out ahead of the day. You, maybe you get up a few minutes early and you do your meditation, whatever the things are you like to do. Maybe you go for a nice quiet walk outside. Whatever your morning routine is, make it non-negotiable. These are the things you do for yourself, right? Like I have um, these little cards and I talk about them in my book. I used to call them my vitamins when I used to work in corporate America <laughs> and I would be driving to work. I'd go through my cards of my positive affirmations, my intentions, my goals, what I wanted to remind myself because we all need to be reminded, right? So when you set up a morning routine and it's non-negotiable, nothing's going to get in the way of that. That way I can make sure that before the stuff starts hitting the fan, I've at least done the meditation, <laughs> right? Because we know it's gonna. Yeah, that's I've right. Meditation, <laughs> and I've done my my workout for the day, and I'm you know I'm ready to get on it. So I think it really it helps you start your day in a positive mindset before that TV gets turned on, right? Um, so I would definitely recommend a morning routine, and then the second thing I think that's really super important, and you already mentioned gratitude, which I love is something that you can do the first thing when you wake up. Because even sometimes by the time you get downstairs, right, to breakfast, something's already hit the fan. So you can back it up one step further. And from the minute you open your eyes in the morning and you find yourself laying there in your conscious mind, find one thing. It can be the smallest thing. It can be the fact that the air conditioner is running in my room and I appreciate that, or my pillow. My pillow is so squishy and soft. I actually, I have a new pillow for my chiropractor <laughs> that I love. And it's, I told him he might be getting all sorts of calls after I put this out there because I just said about um, one of my classes. And so I wake up and I just reminded, wow, this new pillow is just so amazing. I don't have any neck aches. So it's easy for me to go down that little path of feeling really good for a minute. And so it's sort of, I feel like a lot of times we're chasing mindset. You know, we're like, oh, gosh, all this happened. How can I get myself to feel better? Well, we've already started the momentum on the, on the negative mindset. So this way we get out ahead of it and we start our day with some gratitude and we start rewiring our brain right before we eat our feet even hit the floor. So I feel like that's a really, really powerful thing. It sounds so small, doesn't it? Yeah, it just sounds easy too. It sounds easy. And over time, what happens is that starts to accumulate, right? You start to get that momentum that every day you're doing that. This is your new positive habit. Even though it's small, all it takes is something small to accumulate over time into something greater. So I feel like those two things are really um, an excellent way to really get yourself in the habit of things that are good for you, taking time for self-care for yourself. Um, and then the last, the last one would be using your body, as I had mentioned, using your body to manage your mind. You know, if you talk to Tony Robbins, he'll say that emotion is energy in motion. So we're feeling what our body's doing, you know. So if somebody walked in my door right now with their head down, mm -hmm. shoulders slumped, talking slow, we'd know that they were feeling bad or depressed. 
So using our bodies to feel the way we want to feel, going out for a walk with our head up high and our arms swinging kind of gives us a, a crossing of all our energies again. Those small things can make a big difference throughout your day. T paying attention to how you're holding your body and how your body's feeling. Yeah, a journey starts with just one little step. And it takes, in my experience, 21 days. Don't give up. It takes mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. It takes it. And don't give up on it. It's not going to happen tomorrow morning for most right. of us. <laughs> give it time. And if your husband's a golfer like I am, if you take a lesson, it takes 21 <laughs> rounds of golf to figure it out. It's so true. But, yes, it's so true. I'm a golfer too, but I love golf because it's also about mindset, right? And isn't everything mindset, anything, everything, yeah. everything's 80% mindset. So if you can get on top of that, you're half, you're more than halfway yeah. there. Yeah. The, some of the ma major golfers says that, you know, 90% of it is between your ears. Yeah. So it is up there. It's in your head. And so uh, true. I, I just love what you're, what you're, what you talk about. Uh, I love uh, your, the content of your book, tell a new story uh, your music, the little bit I listened to before the program today, is just just relaxing and tells a story. I love that. Thank you. And uh, I was also a musician during my life, and oh, wow. uh, I not as not never wrote many songs, but I did play a lot. So I love that. My opening and closing number is from a dear friend of mine who played for BB King for seventeen years. And uh, he love just, it. I said, I said, Freddie, I need an opening and closing number. The he doctor's said, uh, in. <laughs> <I> <laughs> the doctor's it. in the house. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> he said, I'll have it to you, you know. And uh, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so that's from my friend, good friend Freddie. That's really uh, cool. But uh, I, I saw some people. Maybe there's a problem today. Tried to call in. I know they want maybe ask some questions. We we may have to do this again because uh, I see some people here. Uh, just they're in and then they're out. So maybe there's a problem. Yeah. So Carrie, um, just, just to sum it up, you, you, you're, you're, what, what is your background, by the way, to write all this? Um, well, I, in college, I studied English and psychology. And mm. I've just always really, I think I mentioned before, I really delved into that type of work my whole life. It's, and this book is really an accumulation of all my life's work. So I was in corporate America, you know, for Fortune 100 companies and was trained from that perspective. Um, and, you know, then I, I left my corporate job to pursue my, what I always loved to do, which was music and really self-expression. And from there, you know, it evolved into becoming a Reiki master and always studying health and nutrition and all these things really coming together and studying all the greats. I saw Tony Robbins back in my corporate days before he was any of the superstar that he is now. Yeah, the positive thinker. He, he, oh. He's great. Oh, yeah. And like way back in the day, so my parents were in Amway, and that's why my dad had all those inspirational tapes, you know, um, Brian Tracy and all the inspirational, oh, motivational guys back then. Back then. So I so saw all up as a kid, really at a young age, and studied really all, all of the greats. Wayne Dyer is one of my favorites. Um, so oh god he was great i loved wayne he was like a he really was like a father figure and i actually got <laughs> to meet him in 2014 one of his last hay house writers workshops i got to meet him and hand him one of my cds it was truly uh, oh isn't that great carrie just just i have to i have to interrupt you for a second there's someone that did call in uh uh Mrs. T, but uh, Mrs. T, your your radio is really loud in the background. Did you want to ask uh, Carrie anything? Um, no, but I'm interested in getting the book. Okay, and the book is "Tell a New Story." And yes, you can just go right on Amazon. Hi, Mrs. T. Um, you can get right, can on, really get right on Amazon. Yeah, I think it can improve my life greatly. Oh, well, I hope, I sure hope that it does. And it's really neat because you can um, see what other people said in the reviews, what they liked most about um, the different aspects of, of the book. But it's very interactive. So get your uh, pen and paper out and get ready to dive into some of your stories. Yeah, and get I'll your try. phone out. <laughs> get that phone out and then <laughs> click, click on, click on those, those, those codes. <laughs> That's right. I, I, I love it. I just love that idea. 
am I, am yeah, I behind I the times? <laughs> no, this, the red is, this is pretty cutting edge. Yeah. It's pretty cutting the edge. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead no, that's too. right. I was say, I had the website all ready to go. So as soon as this is done, that's what I'm doing. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you. Thank you, thank you Todd. So I appreciate that. Um, so, Carrie, um, what can I say? This is this, this is an experience for me. As my my, I didn't know what to expect today. All I is Kelly said she's great, and you exceeded those expectations. Oh, thank you. And I really enjoyed talking with you. Um, I and I do apologize with some of the technical problems today. But if if it's if it's okay with you, maybe I can set up something again with Kelly, and uh, maybe we can take more calls uh, because sure. I think people are really interested in this subject, especially in today's age and. Uh, I'd love to get the word out there. Well, thank you. I would so, love to. I think that would be really fun. Do kind of like a little, you know, mini little coaching. Yeah, exactly. And and we'll get out your website again. I mean, your website, they know, carryrowan.com, C-A-R-R-I-E-R-O-W-A-N. Uh, the web page is, I didn't write it down. To, I mean, the web page, the Facebook, Facebook page. Mm -hmm. uh, is, that is, is um, facebook.com slash Carrie Tunes, C A R I E T U N E S. That's my personal page. Okay. But if you Carrie go there, Toon. you can go to my my author page as well. Well, I won't tell everybody my my page is Looney Tunes, but that's okay. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> <Looney> <laughs> that's great. I was going to make a reference to my name because people will say Rowan, and I say the Rowan and Martin laughing, and I'm once again dating myself. Yeah. Do you remember that show? Oh, Dick Martin, Dick Rowan, and uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, sure, laughing. And uh, I, I, I got hit more with pocketbooks as I was <laughs> in those days. <laughs> what a revolt in development. Oh, There's God. one reference in the book. You know, I love doing the the little subtitles to all the chapters, and and that's the truth. Remember, Bernie <laughs> Hahn used to sit on that big chair. Yes. <laughs> and do, and that's the truth, and stick her tongue out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I I think I'm gonna have a ball reading this. I'm 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 just finishing up a book, so this will be good. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have had just a great time here talking to Carrie Rowan. And I know I, you would like me to keep going on, but I have discovered over the past five and a half years that you go past 50, 60 minutes, uh, the rest of the interview never is listened to. And even though I'm having a good time and we're, we're, we're taking Carrie's time, I've learned that uh, too, too long a podcast is uh, not good in this day when everybody has uh, – attention deficit yes absolutely well as elvis says right dr ron always leave him wanting more <laughs> see a guy can't say that <laughs> musicians can uh, yeah well we, that's a different world <laughs> You know, I, I was so blessed in my life. I, I had uh, Bill Haley in the comments. I had the four aces as friends and patients. Wow. Uh, I, I was the physician for a nightclub. Uh, uh, I used to go to Plaza, the Plaza Hotel in New York with one of the main booking agents. So from a, a little kid that grew up in the city, I, I have had a blessed life. Wonderful. Lucky for you. Well, I am honored that you had me on today. And we got to talk a little bit about your father and your mom. Too. So thank yes. You. Well, this is great. So, ladies and gentlemen, Carrie Rowan. Uh, the I do have a, a YouTube channel now, ladies and gentlemen, called Doctor Ron. So this will be posted probably tomorrow on the YouTube channel. I'm on Amazon Podcasts. I'm on uh, Alexa, on the Apple Podcasts, on I think Pandora Podcasts now. Uh, almost. Spotify, almost any place you can get a podcast, I think my program is there. It's called Dr. Ron, Unfiltered, Uncensored. And uh, I think we have like 370 podcasts listed there. And I, I'm really appreciative of uh, our guest, Carrie Rowan, for her time and her expertise. And uh, I, I would advise everybody to get this book because I'm going to get it also, Tell a New Story. And uh, with that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm, we're going to wrap up this podcast. And thank you, Todd, for calling in. And thank you, Kelly, for putting this together for me because I've, I've had a ball here also. And so, Carrie, we will uh, we'll be in touch and uh, you'll, you'll hear um, 
if I can find it. it this this I was on Block Talk Radio for four and a half years, so this has been a new pro new platform for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have to. Uh, not everything is right at my disposal, but here's here's a song that uh, hey, everybody. that Freddie wrote for us to close on out. So thank you, everybody. Have have a great weekend and great rest of the week. And we will talk to you next week. Talk to you Tuesday when our guest will be Ross Pelton, Doctor Ross Pelton, the the people's pharmacist, who will tell us everything we need to know about our microbiome and how we can keep our immunity strong through. Our, taking care of our gut really important uh, podcast uh, he was on in february he has some new in- information he's going to give away a free e- ebook uh, that will talk about drug interactions with your microbiome and how they can destroy it so ross pelton is coming tuesday 4 p.m always live unfiltered uncensored so thank you everybody thank you ron's finished for the day i hope you got some good wisdom what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. Doctor is in the house. Doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. When the doctor is in the house So if you have a pain Call the doctor If you have a strain Call the doctor Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house See you next week